Hello and welcome to a very, very serious episode of The Brave Room. Now, before I introduce this week's topic, first of all, don't forget, leave a comment. Let us know what other serious, hard-hitting topics you want us to cover in future. Now, with me today, I have brought Fadil from our sister site, GamerWeka. Say hi, Fadil. Hi, guys. I'm Fadil. Please be gentle. <laughs> yeah. So... What kind of topic, you must be asking, dear listener, would require me to bring out the big guns like this? Some international collaboration. Secondly, we're talking about oppression today. You know who's oppressed, Fadil? We are oppressed. Because we have PS5s. Finally. Yeah. And you might be thinking, hold on. That's like literally the opposite of of oppression. You have a console that literally doesn't exist. Yes, but have you considered there are problems with owning a PS5? And that's what we're here to talk about today in a totally not flex manner. (laughs) So, we should point out like, yeah, we are currently the only two people in the office who have a PS5, right? Yeah, I think. So, the PS5 came out in what, November? last year i think yeah it's been six seven months yeah yes perfect time to look back on it <laughs> how are you enjoying your ps5 Adam? so yeah it's been only been a month since i own a ps5 because i don't i don't really have much time to touch on it except for like playing games that i want to play but yeah it's been been nice it's definitely way better than ps4 yeah yeah i'm enjoying my ps5 yeah it's it's Pretty great. Listen, I don't know because I didn't touch my PS4 all that much in the months leading up to me getting a PS5 as well. Because, spoiler alert, this job keeps you very busy and sometimes you just don't have the time to play the games you wanna. Yeah, so, I just burn out. Just wanna rest. I went back to my PS4 to test some stuff and I was like, huh, was it always this slow? Did it sense a PS5 in the house and then immediately like, just in itself just back off just back off because yeah god damn those those loading times like yeah yeah especially for like games that is not really good optimized like judgment ps4 it's really take like what three minutes to, to just get into the game where ps5 is just like super fast yeah yeah it was the same thing for monster hunter world the guiding lands in iceborne like I remember because we did a we did a review video over on the Game of Rays YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and so I compared the loading times, and I did the PS5 first, and it still took like I think like about thirty seconds probably to load, and I was like, oh, that's a bit long, that's still a bit long, you know, this this isn't the god tier SSD that I've heard so much about, mm-hmm. and then I went to record the PS4 version. It was so long that I got up, went to the kitchen, grabbed a drink from my fridge, talked to my mom, came back, and it was just in time for it to be done loading. I feel like it was maybe about three minutes of loading. So, you know, in this house, we worship the SSD now. It feels long, but yeah, it's it's so fast. We need a much better SSD. Maybe the demand is going to be much higher. Like It's it's still slow, but in, in fact, it's... Sorry, yeah, well, yeah. the thing the thing with Iceborne in particular is that there was no PS5 release of that. So 
of course it wasn't optimized for PS5 so what you're witnessing is purely the Chad energy of an SSD yeah it's a pure power yeah this isn't like yeah because you have games like Yakuza and Judgment where they were re-optimized for PS5 god damn it that's amazing when they are yeah that's super snappy get back to PS4 after this yeah definitely yeah, yeah. So I'm plan. I've been planning to move my PS4 into my room so that I can play Guilty Gear without bothering my family anymore. But it's just like, do I wanna though? It loads so well on PS5. Do <laughs> you, you play Ratchet and Clank as well, right? Yeah, I play. Yeah, I know. That is the best like propaganda. That is the more the best SSD propaganda. I feel. As Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, it's still scripted, but still the best showcase of SSD so far, yeah. It's like, holy shit, that's amazing. There's like no loading in that game. Like, the only time they squeeze in a loading screen, I think, is when you travel from planet to planet. Yeah, but it's still like in motion, like in, God, like in the old God of War PS4. But this time, uh, Ratchet is still keeps moving, so they don't really like lose momentum. So it's still, it's not it's not really noticeable when there's like a loading. Everything is just, there's no loading, like non-existent in this game. Yeah, Returnal's also really good for that as well. Which yeah, is good because you f***ing die in that game. <laughs> a lot. Oh boy. Imagine like Bloodborne, the base Bloodborne. Yeah, the loading is so long, so yeah. I just remember it. Yeah, I'm glad we both went to that. I was gonna say, hey, Sony, buddy, have Tomodachi, please, Bloodborne Remastered. Thanks. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, there's this guy on Twitter who already made this 60 FPS patch, and so why can Sony do that? Like, I'm still waiting for that remaster, oh my god. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, remember, there's those unannounced PlayStation titles coming to PC. Maybe it could be Bloodborne Remastered. Yeah, I mean, the the rumor says that it might be Uncharted 4, but I, I still think like Bloodborne is definitely there's, still to come. There's more than one of them, so I think there's room for Bloodborne in there. Yeah, definitely. Because like, Demon Souls is okay, right? Like, Demon Souls is a great PS5 game. Yeah. Here's the problem though, it's actually a PS3 game, like, it has the jank. Yeah, everything's just kind of like there. The Jang, the AI, the AI. The, yeah, and like, here's the thing. I love it. It's great. But Bloodborne is just so good though. Yeah, I still think like Bloodborne is like the best from soft game so far. I still think. I am tied on that because on one hand, like, I think Dark Souls 3, the flexibility is better because you can play all these different builds in Dark Souls 3. Yeah. But Bloodborne pretty though. <laughs> Bloodborne yeah. is what happens when you only have one playstyle in the game and that means the game can just go crazy designing everything around that playstyle. Cause yeah. good god. Those like going from Bloodborne boss fights to Demon Souls boss fights were so weird. Yeah, because in Bloodborne you just kind of like dodge enemy attack instead of like defend. Yeah. So it's kind of like you need to really get flexible and, and dodge the enemies. And I, I still really like how you sidestep instead of rolling. I still think it's much better than rolling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, uh, Bloodborne has Lady Maria, which is, in my opinion, the greatest boss fight ever made. Oh yeah, the best, the best boss fight. And the weapon, I, I, I really like the weapon. So. 
Yeah, definitely. That dual dagger, the knife uh, that you can combine, yeah. But it's yeah. my favorite weapon. Oh, I, I, I prefer the slower weapons in Bloodborne just because it's funny. But I remember I nearly killed Lady Maria. Like, I got her down to her last bit of health and then killed myself so that I could do the fight one more time. Yeah, the fight was so good, but it's so easy. I don't know. I really, it's, it's a pity. Yeah. Oh, for me, I didn't know how to parry until that fight. Oh, so, really? <laughs> You're like, not using your pistol then? Yeah, because I was just like, the timing is too weird. And I don't, here's the thing, I don't like spending consumables. I see the bullet number go down, I get sad. So I wouldn't, yeah, but, yeah. I would hoard all my bullets. And then Lady Maria is just like, bitch, learn to parry. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, ma'am. But in Bloodborne is uh, easier than Dark Souls, in my opinion. I think it depends. It? If you go from Dark Souls to Bloodborne, it's harder because Dark Souls teaches you to be very passive. But if yeah. you if you pick up Bloodborne first, then yeah, Bloodborne is like Bloodborne taps into your gorilla, into your gorilla heart. Yeah. Coincidentally, this is the first gripe with the PS5 is that not every first-party PS4 game is getting a PS5 enhanced version. Yeah, so so it is is so it's game like Bloodborne or Uncharted is not 60 FPS here. I'm assuming. Yes, yeah. to my knowledge, yes. Yeah, I haven't tried it, but yeah, since there's no like performance update like Last of Us, I guess it's still in 30 FPS. I mean, yeah. even Ghost of Tsushima is not getting the same update. Is it? I thought I think it already got one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I never. Because I remember, games. like before this, people were saying Tsushima is the game to play on PS5 because it looks amazing. So here's the problem. Oh yeah, yeah. So FPS, yeah. Sony has a bunch. Of, PlayStation has a bunch of like first-party titles, but only really cares about like three of them, and two of them are Last of Us. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, I get it. I get it. You know. Last of Us, ooh, all the awards. But Bloodborne is a really, really good game. And I'm just saying, 60 FPS, I would, even if you didn't let me transfer my saves, I would still replay Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, I absolutely want to replay Bloodborne. That, but that 60 FPS patch is definitely something that I, I still need to wait. Yeah. Because I'm really itched to try Bloodborne again for the fourth time. And the DLC is so good too. Yeah, okay. I love how this has just turned into the Bloodborne love cast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duel Hunters is like one of the greatest DLC pieces I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. Except for that, uh, I forgot the name. Marquis, I believe. No, no, Lawrence. Yeah, I forgot the name. Oh, it's yeah, Papa Lawrence. Yeah, I, I really had that fight. It's just kind of like a rip up of the first boss, but at, at least the challenge is there. But I kind of wish that Lawrence is, since he's just important character in the story, I kind of wish that he is more of a different, but since he is the perfect figure, I guess it's kind of makes sense why the design is like that, but yeah. Oh, I, I really like the fact that he's just a remix Cleric Beast because... Yeah, I mean it makes sense, so yeah, I guess. Oh, because like, okay. Cleric Beast is like legit the easiest boss in the game, so the idea that you're like, haha, it's a remix Cleric Beast, it's gonna be easy, no. Oh, it's so <laughs> destroying my ass, oh my god, it's just so hard. Look, Vicar Lawrence was so hard that I just started a new game plus instead of fighting him. Like, I was like, nope, I don't want to fight you anymore. 
Yeah, I think he's the hardest, but the most suspenseful of the most intense fight is definitely like Orphan. Yeah, yeah. Orphan. I remember, I remember after beating Orphan, I just like lie down and oh my god, it's like my heart is beating. It's just so intense. Like, god, he's so aggressive too. Yeah, it is like one of the most memorable fight. Definitely, it's because it's so so intense. Like, so, it's never been a boss like this before. I hate the entire fishing hamlet. When I fought Orphan, I was like, "Ah, look! It's literally everything I hate about Fishing Hamlet in one boss." <laughs> yeah, I think at least yes, he's not as annoying as that giant dude with the shark mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Orphan is legit. Yes, he, he has some good moves, but that giant dude is just—he's just like. Uh, I don't know. I, to say. I remember just... thinking I was so clever when I found out you could climb down the well. And I was like, "Oh man, what's waiting for me down here at the bottom of the? Oh, it's a shark, man. Okay." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to fight both of them to get that Lady Maria weapon. I remember. Yeah. It was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god, one of them is just like hiding in the ceiling. It's kind of like that the ape fight in Sekiro. Oh. The Tuja, great ape. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't play Sekiro. Yeah, no, that's that's rough. Oh boy. Listen, PlayStation, just please, you know, just could you remake Bloodborne 60 FPS, please? Yeah, I can de- I can definitely see them doing that, but when is the the question here? Maybe PC release as well, please, please, come on, please. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely something that is more. Possible. I mean, even like Days Gone and what? Uncharted yeah, Days. Freaking Days Gone got a remake before Bloodborne did. I am so pissed off. Oh yeah, Days Gone. I, I I still think why? Maybe it's because the game is not really doing well for the PS4. Maybe. So they decided to, you know, we we need to push the PC release. Here's the thing. Why even care about it? Days Gone is literally a poor man's Last of Us. Like, the description of that game is so similar to Last of Us. And I'm like, how the hell did Sony approve this? Yeah, I mean, zombie, uh, open world zombie game is just like, there's so many of them in right now. Open world so, zombie game where this, the plot is about this man's drama is just like, yeah, no, this is just poor man's Last of Us. Yeah. At least they got like, the horde mechanics and also the fact that your bike is more than just a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can uh, it's a Gojek the game. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty much the first gripe. Is the whole PS4 version, PS5 version discrepancy, right? Yeah. So, fun fact. In Guilty Gear Strive, if you want to use a non-PS4 licensed fight stick, Say like, mm-hmm. say like I do. You cannot run the PS5 version of Guilty Gear. It doesn't accept it. Like it's not detecting or. Yeah, what you have to do is you have to download the PS4 version of the game, and then plug in your stick, and then it will recognize it. Oh, so the, there's no like performance benefit. Like the game is not. It's just going to not look as pretty. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Well, again, I wouldn't know how the PS5 version looks like because I'm pl- only playing the PS4 version. 
Also, you haven't seen the PS5 version then. I think I tried out the first beta in the PS5 version, but yeah, there's not that much difference. Like, you're not gonna put ray tracing in a fighting game, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, getting my stick support is way more important than however pretty, because the game is gorgeous on PS4, anyways. Yeah, I mean it's like the best Arxis game, like graphically. Yeah, no, that that game is stupidly pretty. So yeah, then the- it's something that they can fix with update, maybe. I don't know. I have no clue, because that would mean Sony needs to support unlicensed sticks, which they probably don't want to do. Yeah. But yeah, what what were we on about before we start started talking about? All that Bloodborne talk. This any other problems you're having with your PS5? I mean, I, I have the biggest problems that it's freaking huge. Yeah, I mean, it's, it still fits in my like space, but I kind of like the design. I, I think I really like having like a huge system like that. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like more of a preference. Here's the thing: it looks great. Yeah, but, it looks great. But my entertainment system is like this little cave-shaped thing. Oh yeah. Where so first of all, vertical mode gone. So I had I put it in there in horizontal mode, and because it's like a box, the air circulation wasn't so great, and the PS5 started wheezing, and I was like, mm. oh no, and so. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. I took it out. And now it sits on top of my entertainment center instead, where it has access to all the airflow it needs. And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, that's that's not happening." Uh-huh. I, have to, I have to say though, those vents—you know, the vents at the top of the PS5—yeah, they are scary. I sometimes have like all sorts of weird paranoias about what's going to fall inside it. Yeah, like maybe like a box or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a cleaner come in every week to to clean the house and stuff, and I had this like horrible vision that she would like wring a cloth over the vents. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, the panel is easier to remove. So if you want to clean it by yourself, it's it's much much easier at least. Oh, that's good. That's good to know then. I'm trying it out when I got the PS4 and yeah, it's it's it's, it's PS4, PS5, yeah, and it's easy to open. I'm terrified of doing anything to that machine that isn't carrying it to the next location it needs to be. Yeah. I'm just like, oh man, I I even I try so much as to even clean a little bit under the panel and boom, thing explodes. And now I'm che- I'm refreshing online for the next shipment of PS5s. <laughs> The system. My only grab is probably only like the the SSD capacity. I guess. I mean, it's yeah, big, but it's but it only took me like maybe what two days until uh, I can even save any download any more game. Because my God, is it I that quick to run out? <laughs> I can't tell if the I'm... SSD is small or if games are just huge. Yeah, I mean, it's not like full one terabyte. I guess. Yeah. No, because we downloaded COD on the PS on the PS5 as well to to test it out back when the PS5 was launched. And yeah. I hate the developers of COD for the poor file optimization. That game is like I think what, 180 gigs or something like that. Yeah. 
Black, uh, Black Ops Cold War. That game is huge. We ran out of space so quick. I couldn't delete that game fast enough. I don't know why Call of Duty game is so big though. I honestly like, think that it is an anti-competition thing. Like if you only have space for one shooter, you're gonna pick COD. Now you have no space for Battlefield. Ha! Like, you got the game to run on mobile. Come on. Uh, maybe it's because like they separate the single player and multiplayer as like two separate thing, so it's kind of like much bigger. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I mean, even like Modern Warfare 2 Remaster is only like what single player, but it's still like really big though the game size. It's not like they can they can optimize the game very well. I mean, because maybe it's because they need to pump this game every year, so they don't even bother to optimize the size. I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue on that either. Okay, uh, one more gripe, and you brought this up when we had our pre-show discussion. Yeah, definitely. Holy sh! PS Five games are expensive. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god, it's like, I mean, there is like good game coming out like Ratchet and Clank Returnal. Like, yeah, this game was like like good. I mean, the review is good, and I kind of want to buy it, but after seeing the price, uh, maybe not, not now. <laughs> Yeah, like I paid, I think like three hundred ringgit for Demon Souls, and this again, this is the Turbo Flex of the century. That is the only PS Five game I have paid for. <laughs> yeah, perks of perks of being in the media, as you get you get the codes. But yeah, no PS Five yeah. PS Five games otherwise are like freaking expensive. Yeah, I mean like in Indonesia, it's like what one million rupiah which is kind of like if you want to imagine it it's kind of like 100 usd even though it's not really 100 usd yeah but, but it's, it's the value equivalent of one uh yeah so it's like wow it's like 30 percent so it's more expensive than the ps4 games yeah it's the same and, here as well and god help you if you buy the ultimate edition of anything yeah. Battlefield 2042's Ultimate Edition here is 500 ringgit. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's hella spenny as well. And so that no one claims that I'm doing bias, the Guilty Gear Ultimate Edition is also about 500 ringgit. It's absolute nonsense. Like, I get it. Okay, so game production is more expensive, so game price has to be more expensive. But wow! Yeah. And then at yeah, the end yeah. of the day, you're still you're still doing bullshit like having to buy uh, having to buy loot boxes, yeah, and all that crap. Yeah, expansion pass stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem is like some developers, like maybe like I don't EA, 2K, they still kind of like got the same games with really not much change from the previous generation, so they still kind of like stick with the next-gen price so I think for games that has that really high price I guess it's only better if you stick with the exclusive instead of like games that only repeating every year yeah yeah definitely dude I've I've said this before but like sports fans gamers and other gamers are like they're two separate species yeah I have never understood like the FIFA player. I used to. They, com- hmm? they complain all the time, but uh, every time the game is coming out, yeah, it's still a source like hotcakes. 
A sauce like what? <laughs> sauce like hotcakes. I mean, oh, like, sauce like hot. Okay, I thought you yeah. said there was a sauce like FIFA game. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that would be great. That's a, that's a good idea. I t- I that. totally <laughs> want a sauce like uh, football game now. Oh, that's so oh, good. When you tackle, it kills them, and so you have to wait for them to respawn at the bonfire before you can get it again. Oh, that's great. <laughs> From soft, please souls ball. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be like a yearly re- release after that. <laughs> it's it's still the names are still like actual football players, but they're all dressed in armor and stuff. <laughs> oh, that'd be okay. great. Lion Knight Messi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like Messi. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, no sport sports players. I don't know how you guys do it. Pokemon has been doing an annual release, and now I hate Pokemon games. Yeah, been so long since I played Pokemon. Though. Like the last time is like black and white, and after that I never touched the franchise again. Uh, for me, I jumped back into Pokemon was X and Y, and then after that I played Omega Ruby, and then after that, after that I started getting tired already, and then that was Sun and Moon, and then I skipped Ultra Sun and Moon. And sword and shield, I picked up begrudgingly. Is it the, is the game as bad as they said though? Like Pokemon and it's shield. It's not bad. It's just it's there. It's fine. Oh, yeah. It's an, it's, it's just, just like another release, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's but it's good. Mm-hmm. Then I bought the DLC and it was just like oh, don't. I never finished the DLC. But yeah, no, I think. The worst part about the PS5 game pricing is that it's mostly the first-party games are like the most expensive ones, right? Like, yeah, Returnal, Miles Morales, these all had the the new price. Yeah. But on the plus side, though, the first-party games kick ass. Those are some great games. Yeah, so far it's been like really good quality-wise. Yeah. It's like so- you spend your money right this time. Or this first party game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like when PlayStation 4 came out, like there's like not much first party game at all. There like maybe like was... only Killzone. Yeah, Killzone, was... I guess. Uh, Infamous yeah. uh, Second Son. Yeah, Infamous coming out the the next year. So at least in this six to seven months first release of PS5. We already get some like really good games though. Yeah, it's it's not just that we have quite a lot of games, it's also that we have a lot of different types of games. Yeah. Cause like Demon Souls is a freaking PS5 launch title. What the hell? Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's cheating. <laughs> like a pe- like Sony is the one company that said, you know what our our flagship launch title needs to be? Although, you know, to rope as many people in as possible, a freaking Souls-like. Not just any Souls-like, THE Souls-like. The most jank Souls-like in existence. Yeah, I remember, I remember Sway Yoshida is actually playing the game back then on PS3 and say that it was, like, really bad. But now he adores Demon Souls, so yeah, it's kind of, like, really touching seeing it, that the game is getting so much praise now. Yeah. I have to... S- I've said oh, what, one note about Demon Souls is that because it's not made by FromSoft, like you know, Demon Souls 2020 wasn't made by FromSoft. 
Yeah. It's so weird seeing Elden Ring. Like, because, you know, Demon's Soul, uh, Souls games, they don't exactly have model quality. Like, yeah, they, look, like they look uh, good, yeah, they but they don't look uh, great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Demon's, but Demon's Souls looks great. And so going from Demon's Souls to Elden Ring was just like, oh yeah, no, this is what it used to look like. Oh god. <laughs> it's safe to say that Demon's Souls is definitely looks better than Elden Ring. At yeah. least from what I've seen from the trailer. Because yeah. Elden Ring is a kind of like Dark Souls 3. It's kind of still using the same engine. But at least the environment details is looking better, at least from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, I think the fact that the PlayStation 5 has a pretty solid, like, first-year lineup of games, you know? Yeah. Because there's, there's some niche-ass shit in there. We have Demon Souls. We have Returnal, which is a freaking roguelike. Another... Roguelike, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, another, like, genre of game that's, like, hella weird. We have Ratchet and & Clank, who we haven't seen in five years. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Well, because Miles Morales is really more just, like... Let's let's be real. It's DLC. It's yeah, DLC. It's, it's, a, it's a DLC. Yeah, yeah. It's Spider-Man Integrate. I literally played it in one sitting, though. Like it's so short. And then what else do we integrate? Get? Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. Again, like I, I put that in the same window as Miles Morales. Like you didn't really like this one wasn't made for PS Five, you know. Oh, Bug Snacks. Freaking <laughs> Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks, man. That is some niche ass shit. Oh god, I love Bug Snacks. I wish I I wish I played it, but everything I've heard about Bug Snacks has been amazing. Yeah, the game is kind of like getting a little bit of criticism before it's getting released. Like people say that it's going to be like a Kinect for PS5, but but ah, the quality is actually Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a really, really cool like it's a it's a really cool launch strategy is have one game for ed- every type of player. Was there some obnoxious yeah. narrative game for the PS5? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't I can remember it. Because, yeah, no, because I know we're getting like a million ports of The Last of Us. Can you- Dear listener, if you can't tell, I fucking hate The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> so, I actually think the, the game is good, but only in the aspect of like how they present the gameplay, like the. How do you say it? The pacing. I, I, I like the pacing. I think the, the first game is good, but the second one is definitely not uh, not only as good. But at least I can I appreciate the technical achievement that Naughty Dog is really putting for us. Yeah, like, I don't... The game is really next-gen. It's next-gen. I don't think it's a bad game. I just think that, like, Sony put, it's overrated. Way, yeah, Sony put way too much focus on it. On yeah. what is essentially yet another third-person cover shooter yeah i mean it's good like it's a big improvement technical technically but there is like not really much how do you say evolution i mean it's kind of like a old game design they still use use the old game design for last of us too yeah what other oh my god i just remembered what what else was a launch title for the ps5 what is it devil may cry 5 special edition Oh yeah. That is a niche game. That is a weird game to put as your launch title. For PS5 though, I thought it's also coming out with PC though. No, special edition is only on consoles. They are only on PS5. 
because they gave that bullshit excuse that PC can't handle the ray tracing and what? What? No way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, people yeah. have since made their own mods for special edition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Virgil is already playable with mods, but yeah, it's the proper special edition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing. It's not a full price triple A game like like the new one. I mean, it's still like the prices are much affordable for DMC. Yeah, definitely. And then there's yeah. Okay, so this this is another gripe. Why do some games not let you transfer your saves over? Like, what the hell is up with that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like, it's like, especially for like Judgment and Yakuza, right? You can transfer those saves. Yeah, I have I mean, like thirty hours in in Yakuza, and it's locked on my PS4 now. Yeah, I, I just don't get it though. Like, I mean, I have like uh, a bunch of like niche GRPGs from PS4 that I transfer to my PS5 and they can just wait the save just fine. I mean, the game looks, I mean, the game even looks better though. I mean, like near Automata, I actually noticed that the PS5 version is runs smoothly. I mean, in this PS4 version, there's like the movement is a bit, you can kind of sort of feel like the roughness of the movements, like the performance. But when I try it on the PS5, there's definitely like improvement. Like mm. everything is just so smooth, it's kind of like you can notice the motion blur better. And these games, like you just can upload the upload the save file to to the P to the PlayStation Plus, and then just download the save to your PS5, and and it just detect. But for Judgment or maybe like even Final Fantasy VII Integrate, like it's so complicated to transfer the save file. Though. Uh, wait, could you actually transfer the judgment in the end? I actually can transfer the judgment, but it won't reach. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, so it it doesn't work a lot, okay? Because yeah, again, it, it doesn't. Work. I want to continue Yakuza Seven. I love that game. That game's amazing. Why the hell can I not transfer my save? I'm not playing through the start of that game again. Yeah, I was especially for like JRPGs with those kind of like turn-based combat. I... It's just like a chore to play from the first one. Can you imagine the if they did that for Persona 5? Oh no, even I'm a big fan of Persona, I just... Ah, no way. The start of, I, the start of oh, every Persona game is the worst part of the game. Yeah, I mean it's so long, especially like Persona 4. It took me like 6 hours before you can even get to the first battle. Yeah. But oh. I ended up playing the game for like 5 times. Like, no kidding. <laughs> oh, you really do love your JRPGs. <laughs> Actually, while I mean, we're like, here, while we're here, our uh, bonus segment on the podcast is quick thoughts on Scarlet Nexus. That game is a freaking JRPG. It's a JRPG yeah. pretending to be an action game. Yeah, I actually kind of feel like as an action RPG more than oh, action game more than a RPG though. I mean, the RPG is kind of like there, but. It's more like an action game for me. For me, it's like I can see the RPG skeleton and then they poured action game meat over it. Yeah. Which is, I hate that because like it uses the Persona style save system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're right. And because I'm at, uh, I don't know, because you're playing the Yuito story, I'm playing the Kasane story. There's a part of that where you go through what is literally a persona dungeon it's like bendy and turny 
And if you die, you get sent all the way back to your last save point. It I haven't died, so I don't really know how the checkpoint works. Ah, uh, lucky you. And then my biggest problem with it is, just like a JRPG, that game doesn't start until seven hours in. Like the battle or the story kicks in? I think the like story the, kicks in later though. Yeah. The, the story kicks in at about seven hours. Like, the actual... The the setup is done at about eight hours in. in yeah, I mean, the first, the first few hours is kind of like your slice of life, anime, cliche stuff like that. I mean, not really, because the, the big thing that happens with uh, Kasane's sister happens quite early in the game as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of early. It's, few it's just like, you don't get your party until seven, until, until the seven hour mark. Because then there's still, they're still showing you the, the different party members. So you have that one mission where you get uh, Hanabi and Luka. Not Luka, you get Hanabi and what's her name? The clairvoyance girl, yeah. Uh, Sumogi. Yeah, that, yeah, Sumogi. So you get, you get those two in your party. The, if you're playing as Kasane, I think if you're playing as Yuito, you get someone else. Yeah, the, the party member sometimes is just kind of like temporary. That's the only thing that kind of like I don't really like about this type of games. Uh, GRBGs. I mean, if you already got the party, I kind of like when they already lock this party into like yeah. and not just temporary. Like I remember when Kasani joined my party, it's like, wow, it's she got like some really cool abilities, but I can only use her in this only mission. It's so. one mission or two missions. Yeah. So it's kind of like a shame. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think this type of like JRPG is more fitting for an anime because they kind of like really trying to uh, adjust the the flow of the game kind of like with the story. So if the character is like not possible to join your party, then they won't be in your party, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, that that tangent should wrap it up for us this week. Maybe maybe I'll bring you on again and we'll have like a proper Skull and Nexus talk because I really like this game. Yeah, same, same. I, I really, really like eight out of ten like this game. <laughs> what what? What ten out of ten? Uh, eight out of ten. Like I don't think it's more. amazing. I think yeah. it's fine. But I really like this fine game. <laughs> like combat. Combat is like the best thing about the game. Yeah, no, I my least favorite party members are Hanabi and Shiden. Oh, interesting. Because... I actually like both of them. I don't like the... Because uh, at level 1, Elemental does, like, whatever. It doesn't do anything cool. Compared yeah. to, like, the hot Onesan, who makes it so every object you throw counts as double. Oh yeah, duplicate. And then the... What's Arashi? She has, like... She has Quicksilver from Devil May Cry. Like she just stops time and you can juggle enemies in the air. And yeah. then what's his name? Kagero. He can he lets you do charge attacks that do super crit damage. Yeah. It's just like compared to those three, right? What do what do you do, Shiden? Ooh, I give you electric damage. Get the hell out of here, Shiden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for a visual player it looks cool, I guess. Yeah. So that's why I kinda like Hanabi and Shiden, even though they they only kind of give you like an elemental attack instead of like being actually uh, super useful later on. Shiren's level two is is good. 
His level two yeah. for Kasane, it changes her triangle attack into a huge like ring. Yeah. So, but yeah, we were supposed to wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Fadil, for coming on. Where can the people yep. find you if they want to read more of your stuff? Yeah, you can just check on gamerweka.com and you can kind of see it from the Gamer Braves uh, media partner section. You can see our sister uh, sister site and that's ours, Gamer Weka. Yeah, gamerweka.com. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So from these two exclusive PS5 holders, uh, thank you so much for listening and, you know, don't forget to leave a comment. Tell us how snooty we are flexing our PS5s in public like this. And see you.